Welcome to Friends with Davey, y'all. What's up? It's me, your boy. And we are here with an incredibly special guest. He is a singer, a pop star, a dancer, an artist, a photographer, a model. He's done it all. He is a local San Antonio legend. I, I mean, this guy, everyone knows this guy. Please welcome to Friends with Davey, Mr. Wayne Holtz. Wayne, what's up, man? Hey, sweethearts. How are you? Look at him. Look at him, Josh. <laughs> the guy's a star. Oh you can gosh, tell can just I, like looking at his face. Also, can I say I'm so happy that Josh is out of timeout and um, allowed back on camera. I hope that's happening or no. Yes. Yeah, I got a camera. Okay. Now. Yay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. We didn't authorize that before the episode started. It is my studio and this is my camera. <laughs> okay, so I want to face it. I shouldn't me. have brought it up. I'm Thank sorry. you. It's a very touchy subject. He keeps thinking he could tell me what I can do. Josh, what do you uh, what do you think of Wayne? I like the chain a lot. You like the chain? Yeah, that is yeah, a yeah. that is a very baller chain. I feel kind of self-conscious about my chain now. Yeah. Your chain does not hang low or wobble to and fro. It doesn't. No. It doesn't bang glass tables. It doesn't. Are we talking about Mob Deep right now? Uh, no. It's a great song. Great yeah, song. that wasn't the right uh, song. Quiet Storm. Love that song. Uh, also, Josh gave me this itty-bitty little bottle of water mm -hmm. uh, before the show started. And, and Wayne, Wayne has this giant bottle of water that's that's rude josh why you did that on purpose i didn't do that on purpose i feel like you did he wanted this podcast to be realistic you know what i mean there you go don't feel yeah. like less of a person even okay. if you even if i have a shorter chain and a smaller water bottle yeah because it's not about the size of the water bottle it's how the water hits your lips now you got a tiny water bottle bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sir. Sir, monetization. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne, um, you've been, uh, I mean, you've been like integrally involved in the San Antonio, I I'm going to say art scene for years. I mean, when, when did you start like doing art professionally? Um, I would say professionally when it comes to photography and actually illustrating things, probably in like 2012 okay. or so. But I mean, even since high school, I've been taking photos, middle school, you know, anime is my gig and I've been drawing. And then around 2010, I started going to my first live music shows here in San Antonio. Okay. And I saw some of the greatest bands I've ever seen. And I was like, whoa, this is happening here in yeah. town. Didn't know, just like a lot of people still don't know. And all you have to do sometimes is just go downtown. That's it. Yeah. I mean, we've got a, a booming music scene in San Antonio. Um, I mean, it's taken off, especially after the pandy. I feel like a lot of artists have migrated from Austin down to San Antonio and even from LA and New York. I feel like we're, we're, we're getting some of that overflow here in San Antonio and, and it's, it's going off right now. The migration is real. And I will yeah. say also, you know, you always also have to keep an eye on the youth that are migrating, you know, not just people that were already in the business. And True. I see so many new bands popping up and they're, I mean, they're not just at venues, they're in the warehouses, they're under bridges, they're everywhere, girl. Oh yeah, <laughs> under bridges. That's true. I've seen a lot of those too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if the ones I'm seeing are artists necessarily, but <laughs> that's considered. A, I mean, many as long as you're expressing yourself. As long as you're okay. Yeah, that's a really positive attitude to have, Josh. What? Uh, uh, talking about the people under the bridges that they're expressing themselves. They're being artistic. With their drugs. I mean, you've been very what hateful about, about that. You've been extremely hateful. hateful about it. Not not hateful, angry, upset, yeah, uh, inappropriate, all those inappropriate. Yeah, 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 yeah. What kind of inappropriate things have you done with people under bridges, Josh? Oh uh, well, not not what what you're implying in okay. your tone. Okay, uh, but you know, sometimes they act a little crazy. Yeah, and you act a little crazy back, and then oh. they kind of like they stop, and then you walk you, off. Or have you been screaming at bridge people? Uh, so I, I have a studio out on Sixth Street. In Austin. And there's yeah. a lot of homeless people there. And I, I dress uh, not very well. And uh, so I <laughs> look like, he's like dressed I, right now. Yeah, yeah, very much like I'm dressed right now. Mm -hmm. So I can sometimes look like one of them. So I act back like when they ask me for money, I ask them for money. You I saw him I mean? do that, actually. Okay. Someone asked him for $5 and he said, they said, do you have $5? And he goes, do you have $5? <laughs> it was pretty rude. Quid pro quo. That's right. That's right. You don't know my situation. <laughs> I need money too. I am yeah, poor. Yeah. Please help me. Yeah. But also just to mention, Echo Bridge is actually a thing. Um, Echo Bridge, they do several under the bridge uh, shows. And it's actually like you perform with the audiences on one side of the river and the band or musician or artist is on the other side of the river. Oh, I didn't even know about thing. that. Echo, That's Echo cool. Bridge, everybody. It's really cool. I didn't even know we had a bridge show here in San Antonio. Mm -hmm. 
Wow, I just thought we were talking about bums. That's oh, crazy. Okay, well, you know, there's also bridge at my grandmother's senior citizen home. <laughs> um, you know, there are, bridge, there are bridge. A lot of bridges happening everywhere. In that's that's true. Well, yeah, big isn't bridge it, city. The acoustics sound really good from playing down there. Or? Yeah, it sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just kind of bounces off the the overpass part of it, right? One hundred percent. It's pretty cool. Oh, we do need to say hi to the people in the chat really quick. We've got uh, Lon is here. David Harris is here. Nuri is here so far. Glad y'all are joining us. Uh, one thing I did want to address, Wayne, that I hear from a lot of people is your voice. Um, I pride myself on on having a fairly, you know, pleasing voice. Would sure. you Would you agree with that, Josh? I mean, I want I don't want to listen to it all the time, but it's not bad. Okay. Yeah. It was oh, kind of a Josh. backhanded compliment. That was, yeah, that was kind of rude, wasn't it? He could have just said, yes, you have a pleasing voice, right? You know, Josh, um, he gives you what he wants to give you. That's true. You know what? That is a very good observation, Wayne. But your voice, Wayne, I mean, that you, thing's, that thing's, it's, your voice is voicing. You know what I mean? You know, I used to say thank you, and now I say it's a blessing. Because, you know, it's something mm. that was uh, given to me by God knows what or, or ground knows what. Okay. And, um, I, I mean, it's always something that's come up. But I tell you, when I really, really notice that when you have to do something with it, I served at IHOP for many years. And uh, those uh, those years involved some of the craziest times of my life. Oh, but yeah. But every other woman over 55 would say, oh, my gosh, I just love your voice. And... So I had to do something with it. It's hypnotizing. It really is. Are you going to sleep yet? <laughs> Josh, I mean. That's a good ASMR voice. That, yes. I was, a, thank you so much for bringing it up because every other podcast mm -hmm. where we have a guest that, you know, has maybe a nice sounding cadence or something, mm -hmm. you, you know, you bring up the ASMR possibilities. Correct. Well, what, we brought I mean, it up what before the, the podcast, so I didn't want to bring it up, you know, five minutes into Oh, that's true. We did talk yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, but also, well, I'm really not good at ASMR. I mean, that's why I don't talk uh dirty in bed because oh. um no one can really hear me when i go that low it reaches a frequency that uh isn't picked up by many people so only dogs and whales it. can hear it yeah, yeah exactly well and the dogs are listening the dogs the dogs so <laughs> they're out so there. there's a new type of asmr okay you know i always make my recommendations right right uh the new gen z they uh they're too antsy they like aggressive asmr which is just gibberish real fast as yeah. fast as you can and it sounds more aggressive and it's a little bit louder it causes me anxiety to listen to it but it has millions of views but the, yeah the the gen zers are all about this chaotic asmr yeah so that might be that might be a, a niche for you okay yeah where's my wheel in my house that's yeah. it i, I think found we found it, it. i think yeah. josh just found it thank you josh i no think problem. you've got a See, new so sweet business <laughs> so opportunity out time out. <laughs> there's a, a new media for for Wayne, mm -hmm. thank you, producer Josh. That was the first time you bringing up ASMR wasn't creepy and weird. Well, no, it's you who make it creepy and weird. I don't it, make it creepy. Because you weird. think you think all ASMR is sexual, and some of it is, but not all. It, it wasn't. A, not all of it. Oh no, no. Yeah, I'm with you, Wayne. Thank you. Yes, it is. It's weird. It's very strange. I know. Mm. See, David, I mean, you brought up Josh. Josh has like seven different kinds of lotion right next to his desk. Yes. And I guarantee you when this studio is empty, Josh is over there with the cocoa butter, just lathering up, listening to ASMR. And he has every right to thank do so. Self-care, Joshua. Appreciate it. I mean, I have you know, a my, velvet red sofa over there. What do you think? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I've sat on that sofa, Josh. That does not make me comfortable. <laughs> I feel like you would slide off of that sofa. I mean, is it... You can, so those like are like laminated. No, those are just covers. So oh. you take off the covers, you can wash it and put them back on. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So efficient. Now my eyes always go to the lubrication in the room. You know what I mean? So like I can sense. <laughs> oh, that's the first thing you notice <laughs> when you walk into yeah. a room. You know, I was like cocoa butter. Right that's there. interesting. What's the like... first thing you notice when you walk into a room, Josh? The Wayne's door. lubrication. The door. <laughs> How to escape? That's no. what you're saying. <laughs> as soon as I walk in, I look at I look at exits. Okay. That's what just I a nervous guy. I'm not nervous, just, you know, my father sells insurance, so everything that he'd paint in your head or is the are worst you thinking, case scenario. I'm going to crank one out in this room, and i got to get out fast. No, just know my exits, that's all. Okay. you never done that? Or when you sit at a, a restaurant? Yeah, can never sit with my back to the door. Are you the same way, Wayne? 100%. Really? Yeah. yeah that, I mean, I will accept a back door or a back view <laughs> of the door. You'll, you'll accept the back door. Where <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be sitting to the side the whole time. Legs crossed to the left. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pride Month is coming up, and you know, 
it's a great point about accepting. <laughs> I'm so honored to be here um, to commemorate Pride Month, which I know is the reason you invited me, Davey. That's what you told me in my email. Listen, whoa, it, whoa, whoa. The extensive, whoa. The extensive beautiful <laughs> that, is, that, that is not said. accurate. Yeah, he, this he was really a happy coincidence, Wayne. Okay. We, 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 we addressed it. It's I got I'm, that email too. You're a liar. Stop come lying. on, guys. Don't don't do me like this. <laughs> don't do me on the back door like this. <laughs> no, well. no, but that is uh, that. I think that's another uh, really unique aspect of of your art uh, is it's very uh, LGBTQ positive. And it, there seems to be a common theme running through a lot of your music with that. 100 percent, because, you know, I like catchy music. I love mm -hmm. pop music. And when I really started making music, I really wanted to, my focus was the pop aspect of it. And so I really wanted to do everything mainstream uh, in, to a sense, but also listen, I'm a gay black man here in San Antonio, Texas. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I wear dresses and pantyhose. Mm -hmm. I also wear jeans and, and uh, Paisley shirts. And I wanted uh, everyone to really feel that comfortable and also with the, my music and also with expressing themselves after hearing my music. And um, I know so many, so many people that uh, aren't comfortable expressing themselves right. and uh, whether it be your sexuality or your, um, <laughs> that was really good. Yeah. Or just uh, your fashion or just um, what music you like or anything like that. Yeah. And, and I think, so I, I went to, to one of Wayne's shows recently, uh -huh. Josh, and it was it was a whole production. It was a party. People were enjoying themselves. They, you know, you were encouraging everyone to dance. He jumped off the stage, got down, you know, at floor level with, with a lot of the, you know, audience, yeah. and you were dancing with the audience, and it was a really fun experience. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So I I love it. I think it's really cool the way that you um, make it an experience for the audience. Uh, well, I think it's important for performers to really put on a show. I think yeah. sometimes that's a little bit lost. And I'm a huge fan of Lady Gaga and Dancing with the Stars. And two of those things, two of the things that they teach, both of them teach, is to really, when you're on stage, that's your time to be on stage, and that's the time to to give it your all. So I try to do that. Absolutely. Who and and I was going to ask some some of the artists that you draw inspiration from. Like, who would you say are your big influences? I would definitely say Lady Gaga was okay. my first um inclination to make music myself but before them um local artists westbound departure um hydra melody mm. i also really love like black kids um the go team architecture in helsinki and mia and some those are some of the people that were kind of like drilled into my head um during high school which were really pivotal years to to be taken in that music you know? absolutely I, and uh, I've, I've seen hydra melody they're they're an old school san antonio band great group uh, are they still performing I believe they've retired. I think they have retired, yeah. But the only other two artists I knew of, uh, or, or the, that I'm familiar with, are Lady Gaga and MIA. So you very, you have a very eclectic taste, right? How would you describe your music? If, if someone asked you, what's it about? If it's good, I'll like it. But I don't really like dubstep, so. Oh, okay, okay. So you're anything but dubstep, basically. Uh, you know, normal pe normally people say anything but country, yeah. but I'm the anything but dubstep. Anything but dubstep. I mean, I do love some Skrillex, Josh. Really? Yeah. I can't, I can't. My, my hips just don't bend whatever way is supposed to be happening when I listen to that music. I, I can't, if I can't dance to it, I can't listen to it, basically. It doesn't go well with my vibration. Oh. Yeah. And you don't consider uh, dubstep to be high vibrational music? No. Interesting. I mean, physically, yes, but m mentally, no. It doesn't resonate with your spirit, Josh? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I, I, love, I don't respect his opinion. I love the Josh Corner. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I really do. The Josh Corner? I feel like we're getting so many words of wisdom. We need to there. have a segment called the Josh Corner now. Yeah, where he can like express himself and let out like maybe his thoughts for the episode or just like a a life lesson that he learned. You know, we've we've actually done that informally before and it usually just goes down a really weird dark path. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I like his it's, insights. I, I do I do like having his insight and his opinion, his feedback. But when you just kind of let him talk about what he wants to talk about, it gets weird real quick. Yeah, it's not his show anymore, and then it, he doesn't like it because yeah. I talk about that. That's not, no, wait, that's not what it is, no. Yeah, yeah. You always go into some weird cryptocurrency type stuff or NFTs or... Or the banks failing. The banks or, failing, yeah, 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 that's yeah. another one. Yeah, see? Yeah, yeah. Like, or how you 
we're starting a story about the back door, but is it about your back door or is it the back door of the other person that you're with? Or like, you don't do the back door, you do do it. And like, where, where do you uh, go from here? So uh, there's a hard wallet called Ledger for cryptocurrencies and they put a back door into <laughs> see, it. I'm telling you. Now we don't see, trust that's them. That's the actual see, back door he was talking about that, last yeah. week. Because they're yeah. trying to fuck me and take my money. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Josh, see, that is why, that's no, why we don't the do the, oh my God, I feel so, I the, the Josh corner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... I like listening to your music. Actually, I think I saw what did the, what were the tag? It was like Ukrainian electro something or other. Some of the tags I put on. Yeah, okay. some of the tags that you put on there for your music. Yeah, but, I mean European music and is great. And what were we gonna say? Uh, well, no, I was I was just gonna say as I was listening to it, I was like, it's not, it's 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 not like a lot of other stuff that I've heard. Right? It's very unique. It's very indie. It has elements of electronic. It has elements of pop. It has elements of country. That was the weird one for when I was at your show, they yeah. went from doing like this pretty hardcore, like electro feel into, I mean, basically outlaw country. Yeah. Well, like I said, you know, people say all the time, I'm a fan of everything except for country. Well, I love country music. I think it's so beautiful. I also work with Bobby Rivas who, um, you know, I write the words and he writes the music. Mm -hmm. So a lot of those sounds uh, he's responsible for and come from inside of his head, but yeah. he's so open to exploring different worlds. And when I first started making music with him, I told him, you know, I wanted something like, I don't remember, like the black kids meets S club seven, you know what I mean? Meets Gaga and let's, mash it all together and, I, and get something i mean it is eclectic it is it's really really interesting to listen to um i i when i announced the episode um i used the track uh black attack mm. and that one that one's a banger i love that i mean i don't love what it represents for me as a white guy obviously because i, I did feel a little bit attacked okay by that song uh but very catchy super fun to listen to. <laughs> i have one coming for you too okay. you go oh like the a white, white attack? Like, like the white trite or like the white tribe or something. I don't know. What do y'all uh, consider yourselves these days? Um, I don't oh, even know what's safe you're, to say. You're, you're, you're indigenous or something? Didn't you say that? I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely have some some American Indian. Yeah. There you go. But I mean, I think I would, you know, when they ask me to check the boxes, it's always, you know, white, non-Hispanic. I feel that. You need to yeah. open up those boxes. But, you know, I love Black Attack. And really, that was one of the... Um, songs that i knew whenever i wrote it uh this is going to be the closer yeah or this is going to be the one i mean you'll i'll be stopped at a light the window will be down and someone will be pumping their gas at the gas station across the street and they're just like black attack it's so much fun it's a black attack it's a bop it's a bop so is would, would you say that's your favorite song that you've written i think my favorite song is he don't need no pickup truck um, okay which i can i you know i love a good love song yeah. and uh but you know black attack is the one that gets uh people's attention um yeah. because of the actual lyrics and yeah. uh, one of the reasons i love my own music is because i put in the effort to make the lyrics uh actually say something to you um in a message that's not difficult to understand with a little humor yeah well i i think that kind of you know comes from your love of country music right mm. country music lyrics are very straightforward yes. there's not a lot of subtlety there Oh, an it's analogy, just analogy who? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. We don't need we don't need any subtext here. I want my truck and I want my dog. Okay. <laughs> do you do uh uh have you ever tried any Tejano music at all? Uh, actually writing some? Yeah, okay. Uh, I have not, but I would love to make a Spanish song or do a collaboration with someone in that field. Um because uh, I'm here for the fluidity of it all. I've yeah. noticed that because Tejano you hear the same songs from the 90s mm -hmm. and then 2000s, 2010s, there's no real new artists. So what now I found on YouTube, they were taking like R&B songs or reggaeton songs and then turning them into the Hano songs. Oh, that's a and cool it idea. It sounded like it belonged, like it was crazy. And so now you got these uh, new people coming up. They weren't the Hano singers, but are now slowing down their pace, doing it to a Tejano beat and it's uh. killing. I'm here for that groove though. That's a that's a great idea. You know what would be cool is cumbia. I love cumbia. I don't know what they're saying, dance? but no. Like if, if you're <laughs> at the, if you're at a at a situation and the music's on and you know everyone's dancing, will you that's, give that's, a twirl? If 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 it's dance, that's definitely the white non Hispanic Hispanic box. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he's the guy in the corner going, man, I like this. <laughs> that's him. Yeah. I just do like a lot of snaps. <laughs> do a lot of snaps and head bobbing. Some foot tapping. A little bit of foot tapping. People have made millions on snaps. Although. That's. You know, you know what, that's saying? a really good point. Yeah. A snap and a walk and a look. Yeah. See, Josh? <laughs> I didn't say you couldn't dance. You said you couldn't dance. Well, I know I said I couldn't dance, but then you, you know, kind of. Backed you up? 
As a good friend, I okay. backed you up. That's a good point. He did kind of he back me up he there. He supports you. But yeah. Cumbia would be really cool. Something sexy. I mean, there's definitely some sexy music on the new album coming up. So we're going to get our groove in 100%. But maybe I'm gonna, I need to visit that. Thank you, Josh. Have no you uh, have you announced a release date for the new album? I have not. We were in the middle of writing it. Nice. So we're, we're, I'm trying to do my first full length, which okay. I, the, the first two were EPs. And I want to write, uh, you know, a nice full story and give you um, all aspects of Wayne um, and so you can really see the rainbow. Awesome. That, I'm, I'm excited about that. And you've got, I, I mean... I know you're doing shows all over the place, but uh, obviously San Antonio for you is like kind of like your, your base of operations, right? Yeah. This is home base. Okay, good, good. We let's keep it that way. This is, this is the moon. Have you ever had like uh it's a very Catholic and blue collar city. So have you ever had any pushback here? Um, you know, I would say I've maybe had a couple of people walk out of a show, but I think, and just to speak of, about myself uh one thing i really really try to do um not only with my music but the way i perform is to know which audience i'm in and know how to you know make them feel comfortable and i really have faith that uh the talent that i have is uh decently universal mm. so no matter what uh party i'm in front of i can normally convince them unless they're just bored and like oh my god this guy is so loud and i'm not here for that you know what I, mean? so, I can't imagine that if someone uh, said it, they were bored happened. at one of your shows they need, they need to leave anyway. I don't yeah, know how you can do that. Like wow, where you have to. so arrogant. So to, to, to conform or to, to make the audience feel comfortable with you. Cause I've, we, I've done stand up. Mm -hmm. I do stand up. Right. And there'll be kids in the audience. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm like, I don't know who your parents are. And I'll tell the parents like, go ahead. I'm like, all right. And then I say what I'm going to say. Right. Yeah. Well, I have no problem with uh, doing a little censorship, you know, editing a lyric, putting on underwear. You know, if there's going to be a kid in the room or, you know, if we're at a, a Christian, I mean, or I, I performed at like UTSA. And even then I was kind of like, oh, OK, let's be like a little more respectful, you know, and I feel like, you know, I love to adapt and give you yeah. the challenge. Yeah. And, and I, yeah, I, I think we all have to do a little bit of that. Right, Josh? I mean, there's no, certain headliners. I, I, you don't? But I, but I. Uh... It's Josh, you pander so hard. What it's are you talking good. about? It it, it, uh, it it um it doesn't go well a lot of the time. So I don't know. Like I if I don't if I don't switch and, and I know I need to, you know what I mean? It's eleven o'clock and I'm performing for, you know, mostly fifty, sixty year old people at a mm. conference. You know, it's like you saw what I do, so I'm gonna do this <laughs> shit. No, standing also stand in your truth. You know what I mean? We all have our own uh, strategies. That's true. I see me personally, I'm comfortable with adjusting. You know, there's some headliners I'll perform with that they have a more conservative audience. Mm. Well, we're going to pander a little bit. Oh, I just think I can't. I don't know how to do it. I, are you yeah. saying you're a sociopath? No, I didn't say I was a sociopath. That's kind of what it seemed like. No, I'm a narcissist. Oh, a narcissist. Yeah. <laughs> is that what your wife this tells you? This isn't for your enjoyment. This is for me. <laughs> I'm going to perform. This is for me. I'm Fuck the star. You guys. Yeah. Hey. Narcissists are stars, though, a lot of the time. So It's true. Would you consider yourself a narcissist? I actually maybe would. I, I hadn't Yikes. really thought about that the other, until the other day. And I was like, am I a little bit uh, into, or a little bit um, too involved in my own like day-to-day -day life sometimes mm. to, to take a look out? But I think I'm like a 50-50, you know? Um, okay. Like half the time I'm a narcissist and the other half I'm like super considerate and giving. Well, you know what? And maybe so. on stage, that's the right time to be a narcissist. Right. You know? I feel like you're at your best. You're only worried about yourself, yeah. especially performing music. Actually, as as comedians, I don't think we can necessarily do that because we have to be relating to the audience all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't know if that works as well for us. But every single one of my ex girlfriends would say I'm a narcissist. Okay, I, I mean, pretty much to to a fault. I think. Yeah, it's 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 friends with Davey, not Davey's friends. Oh, so that God. lets you know exactly. That's actually the opposite because I could have called it Davey and friends and then it is about me, Josh, but it's, it's highlighting the friends and not me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no narcissist in a, this room. I'm going to come across the studio. <laughs> you even put a barbed wire in between you and your friends. Look at that. I'm going to break through your back door. <laughs> have you ever had like an ex-girlfriend on, on here or interviewed one? <laughs> That is or a like really good question. Great question, Wayne. Uh, uh, I'm going to say yes, and we'll just leave it at that. How's how's that? We'll just keep the audience guessing on it? Uh, they yes. don't have to guess. They know. <laughs> oh, no, I hate you. <laughs> Go back a few episodes. You'll see it. Uh, you'll get it. Yeah. 
Damn it. <laughs> that was a great, that was a great question. That was awesome. Let's talk about, uh, how you, you know, kind of got to where you are today. Um, because you mentioned you're, you're, uh, a gay black man and that hasn't, that I, I feel like that hasn't always been terribly easy in your culture. Right. Um, yeah, you know, whether it be within my family or, you know, the, the neighborhood that I lived in, uh, the church that I went to, it was definitely like a thing, 100%. Mm. Um, but I feel like, you know, a lot of white people are like, <laughs> probably white people too, honestly, with whatever he's about to say. A lot of gay people and people in the queer community, everyone has their own story. You, you sure. Know what I mean, and uh, own story of like either a struggle or just a conflict in their life, 100%. But, you know, the, having two of those things be a part of you is definitely uh, can be a situation. And I would say that the church being, you know, in a, a, a we're non-denominational, but basically a Baptist church mm -hmm. um, and going through that and then, you know, being hella broke and then trying to, you know, get a wig on the weekend. You're like, I can't even like buy dinner tonight, you yeah. know, like when you're growing up. And so it's like, girl, okay. But you know, that gives you also just like um, a lot of, uh, sustainability uh, mentally and also gives you the ability to see the fun and reality in life and also humor in life in different situations. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and I think, you know, if you had, you know, kind of that difficulty, that struggle, those challenges growing up, that's definitely going to make you into a better artist. Yeah. You have, you have more to draw on. There's a lot to say. I feel like people that were like raised in the lap of luxury, they don't get it, dude. They don't understand it. I don't think, I mean, maybe they could be good, but I don't think they'll ever be great. What about people from cults? <sighs> Definitely. That is, yes. that is probably oh the gosh. most elite upbringing of to, any. He was upbringing. in a cult. No, I need them to yeah. be my songwriters. Like, That's me, dude. Yeah. Okay, okay. I grew up in a cult. Yeah. Wait, I missed that episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, we haven't really done an episode on it. He was uh, in the same cult as, what was it? The Duggars. Yeah. Uh, the 19 the kids and counting people. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until yeah. you were how old? 18. Wow. I left as soon as I was able to. So, yeah. so here's my theory. He's still in the cult. He's just out of evangelizing right now. He thinks That's, I'm an undercover operative oh, okay. for the cult. This is a mission. Yes. Which is ridiculous. This is part of the mission. Yep. No, it's, it's not a mission. Because we're going to see, see him in a few years change and be like, you know what? I was wrong. The cult was right. And then he's going to bring all his followers from YouTube into the cult. Watch out. That's not happening, y'all. I want you to know that is not what is going on here. Josh is off the rails. I think he might have done... Uh, I think he might have done some speed before we started this episode. He's like Beyonce. You know what I mean? He's just drawing <laughs> you in. All the listen, symbolism behind him. Listen. Okay. Yep. If, if that's what it what takes is, to be Beyonce, that, I'm in. What does mean? Yeah. Oh, what does it mean? That is, yeah, that and is. And the barbed wire. That is kind of problematic a little bit. Well, the barbed wire yeah. is just decorative. That's all that is. Okay. That's all it is, guys. That is, that is nothing. There, there's nothing happening. Why is there's there nothing eight, going on? Why here. is there eight barbs on there? What is that? <laughs> why is that the specific number of barbs? Shut up, John. <laughs> um, so, what, I mean, what would you say were some of your most uh, challenging circumstances growing up? Like, what what were some of the, the the real difficult experiences that you had? Um, I would say you know, family life is interesting, and really learning how to like. Be comfortable with yourself when you're like ashamed of who you are and mm. where you came from and where you where you're you think you're going and i feel like that was the most challenging thing that i had growing up and it's still something that like pops into my head every once in a while now and so really just um become like being able to be comfortable like with what you were given and uh not let that keep you from moving forward yeah yeah I did because i'm i'm assuming uh you know the 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 coming out process was probably pretty difficult for you growing up. I, I mean, I grew up in the church too. So, so I, I get that aspect. Right. Um, and so that was probably a, a challenge. And then, uh, finding acceptance from your family. Did, I mean, did your family ever accept it? Um, they like, they're like, okay, when where's dresses and you know, um, eats lollipops. And, mm -hmm. uh, but you know, I was lucky enough that uh, at school, it was never really a thing. Like once I hit middle school, everyone knew that, you know, this is Wayne the homosexual. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that wasn't really a thing, but my mom would always, she still to this day will say the things like, Oh, you know, he's just waiting for a, to meet the right girl and blah, blah, blah. But I remember um, my, right after my senior year, she found my yearbook and she's like, Wayne, why are all of these people saying, um, if I want to find the best party or the best substances, uh, hang out with the, the coolest, um, 
homosexuals. Okay. Why are they talking about you? Why are they dedicating that to you? <laughs> what, what's going on here? Why are they saying he, you're the coolest gay guy I've ever known? What is, you know, and so just her like breaking that mindset was yeah. like interesting. But listen, I stopped uh, worrying about that. Sure. Conversation. If, a long and time you know what? If, if your parents want to live in denial, that's fine. Yeah. Right. I mean, let them uh, live, honey. I'm that's glad they're it. alive. Yeah. Period. Yeah, so. yeah. I I 100% agree with that. But I mean, I mean, you fully embraced uh, this. I'm going to call it an artistic character that that you've developed at this point. Like just watching you perform. I mean, you are in the zone when you do that stuff. So uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's not. I, I I don't. It doesn't seem like you have any kind of shame about it anymore, right? No, definitely not. And I am proud to be proud and to like kind of unabashedly like be who I am when it comes to as as gay as I am and as um, also just as unafraid as I am to like get on the dance floor. And, mm-hmm. You know, it, all those sorts of forms of just expressing who you are is so important. And I see so many people go through like unnecessary sadness because they're unwilling to, you know, open that door yeah. and 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 then share that part of themselves with the world. And yeah. I think it's really important to, I have to, sometimes I'm, like I said, there's two of me going on. Mm-hmm. And so like, sometimes I'm coaching myself, you know, the other side, like, you know, don't be scared of that dance floor, like get out there and twirl, you know, get out there and talk to that person, shake that hand, speak to that person. And I, I think it's really important for people to see examples of that. Right. It inspires the little random things. What's, what's, the, other, totally what's the other side called? Dwayne. Dwayne. Yeah. No. Okay. Is Dwayne uh conjured or is Dwayne somebody that was there from a young age definitely young age okay so Dwayne was always there Mm -hmm. oh okay cool he's around you know what I mean yeah hi (laughs) (laughs) hi audience you're speaking with uh your local dot dot Um, (laughs) no but I think all of us have you know our public persona and and then the persona that we uh keep to ourselves you Mm. know what I mean yeah and so I think we all have a Dwayne and a Wayne and a Davey and a and a Haley and you know what I mean and so uh, my my alter ego is a Haley yeah kind of like that I just kind of it's not bad that's what I'm feeling Davey and Haley okay that makes sense yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what would you say to someone who is, is still kind of dealing with, you know, just, uh, fully embracing who they really are. Like, let's say Josh, uh-huh. producer Josh, let's say he, you know, is just having a hard time, you know, kind of embracing his no, let's true do, self. Let's, let's do no, 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 let's do, do let's no, do Josh. We've ta- I know we can talk about me, but what you always talk about, he always says I'm a prude mm. because I won't, you know, in my wife's, you know, oh. and so well, he won't let his wife. Or That's, I don't want her to do that. I'm I'm uh, I'm pretty passive. I'm a nice guy, but when it comes to that, I'm not passive. I I don't like the other person taking control. That's way too much control. Okay, but yeah. maybe maybe he's just afraid. You know, to relinquish or or afraid of how much he might like it. And you know? we, which we already know he does, right? We've already discussed. Oh, for this. sure. Okay, yeah, yeah, we definitely. So, oh, not, he does. That's yeah. not the question. Oh, no, 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 no. No, the question is not whether he enjoys these activities. It's Uh just his acceptance of how much he enjoys it. Open the door, Josh. You know, Mm. try almost everything. The back door, if you will. Open the back door, yeah. The back door and the doggy door. Okay. (laughs) Like, just let it all, you know. But I also don't have, I don't want to do that to my wife either. Yeah, and, and I respect that. Yeah, but that might, I feel like Josh is projecting a little bit with that. I'm, I'm not projecting. You know? I have a specific reason why I, I, I don't. Uh, every once in a while. The prep. Gonna, the prep. And every every few months, she'll leave a floater just to remind me, like, hey, this comes out of here. <laughs> and I'm squeamish. I can't. See, I'm, that does the opposite for me. Uh, so like, I, <laughs> Like, wow, I need to meet your wife. Wow. You would see the floater and just be like, oh, it's time. (laughs) Clear to go. Amazing. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. So um, at your shows, these are. They're wild. They're crazy. They're super fun. Right. But I'm I'm also guessing that, you know, because of um, how avant garde they are, let's say, there, there's probably been like um, maybe some uh, some altercations at the shows every now and then. Have you have you had to to deal with that? Uh, maybe people that don't appreciate uh, how uh, extreme your performances can be. I swear, I wish I had a good story for you, but honestly, I have not had anything like super negative in the audience happen other than. Uh, 
maybe some whispers, um, maybe someone leaving. Honestly, yeah. that's the most insulting to me. Huh. You're leaving the room. I feel you, like you maybe, tip your bartender, but also he's huge. I, I think that's gonna say that you're very tall, big guy. Are, oh well, that is. I have the benefit. Yeah, of, yeah. Uh, I'll being, fuck you up. I'm way bigger than you. <laughs> I'm tall. I'm black. The voice, the ten yeah. inches, like it all. Like, like, are we talking like, heels? Like, <laughs> yes, ten inch heels, Josh. Whichever, whichever you like, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> so make their little scared. <laughs> but also like the people that come to the shows like the community that's there that my friends and everything yeah. like i feel like most people know that if you were to mess with the any other performers you know the right, audience yeah. has their back so yeah be that, careful that that's also a good point he does he does have a bit of a posse that comes through to his shows is that, oh is that what they call it yeah, I think like probably a posse or maybe an entourage. Okay, it could be an entourage, I suppose. I love my little my little my little entourage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, how about uh, how about off stage? Just you know, kind of existing in the world. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I have mean, you had to deal with that? I don't have a car, so like I'm constantly uh, busing and Ubering and walking around because I love to walk. Yeah. And I mean, every name you can imagine from the side of a car. You know, what I mean, beer bottles being thrown at my head. What? Uh, like my I had a manager beat me up one time at work. I've had my house broken into, um, you know, all the, that random stuff has definitely happened before. Real, so these are people just, essentially they don't have the balls to confront you at a show. Right. And so they try to catch you, just, yeah, just you know. know. Just or, catch you, girl, or just was, in or, general, they don't know me. Sometimes none, it's like random strangers, when, you know what I mean? Oh, it's strangers, just, these aren't like. Uh... No, I'm just walking around in, you know, short shorts or, um, I, yeah, I don't do this anymore, but I would walk home from St. Mary's Strip, you know, after being at a show, um, before I even started performing, uh, photographing something or whatever, and you know, I'd be in a full like ball gown that's see through and yeah. wearing a thong, and I was just like, oh, okay, like you know, I'm going, and you know, you don't. Uh, for some reason, I wasn't thinking about that. And let's, we all need to make sure we're being safe while expressing ourselves. But um, people just, I don't know, I don't know where the hate comes from, but they definitely will yell things, throw things, you know, the yeah. honk. Now, have you ever, uh, have you ever fought back in one of those scenarios? You know, I'm not really a fighter unless it's necessary. Okay. And so I, uh, no. I mean, when your manager. I mean, I might throw a little shade. Okay, so you'll just insult them. Yeah. And that, that's <laughs> that's something that sticks with you longer than a bruise. Okay. So, I, I mean, I, I actually agree with that. But, like, when, when, when you said a manager at your work attacked you. Well, that wasn't, yeah, and I didn't fight back, and I was much more just trying to get him off of me, which is, like, a situation. But it was also, I don't know, if it's not, if it's if I'm being attacked and I'm not like standing up for something, like the strength can come out. But in those kind of situations, I'm like, can we just like end this? Like, and I know mm. that um, actually fighting back can help with ending it, but more of like, okay, let's separate. You know, I'm just, I'm like, get out of the situation. Trying, like, yeah, you're just trying to extricate, right? Yeah, because I don't really want to like hit someone unless it's like really necessary. You know what? You you mentioned something. The strength can come out. I, I mean, I've seen. I've Josh. Have you ever seen two? Uh, Gay dudes have a lovel lovers quarrel. In public, yeah, no, no, you never in have. Public. It is the most intense thing I've ever seen. Like, yeah, like when when a when a man and a woman fight. Yeah, it's I mean it's obviously intense, and and you don't want to see something like that's that's unfortunate to see, right? Mm -hmm. A domestic situation is what I'm going to call it. Uh, but when it's when it's two gay dudes, they are. Uh, it's scary. Well, it's scary. really scary to watch. And, and sometimes hot. You know what I mean? Okay. And really the, the, yeah. like, and really it'll always, uh, not always, but you know, a lot of times it'll end up in like a really, like really aggressive, like wrestling match. And you're literally like, you know, nose to nose and you know what I mean? Like pinning each other down. And then, and then you just kind of like roll upward onto the bed. <laughs> All of a sudden the fight's over. <laughs> the, the gravity, you know, turns and, you know, you're cuddling and watching, you know, Netflix, so. Wow. That's just <laughs> yeah. my experience. <laughs> Josh. Get it all out. You know? Josh, yeah. Josh started. Josh yeah. is sweaty. That's uh, that's impressive. That was a great story. <laughs> Your face is very shiny right now, Josh. I'm oily. You're okay. Just yeah. oily. Okay. Good. Yeah. Use the. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a gallon. He drinks his water. Oh, yeah. I mean, Don't Wayne. You, Josh. Wayne is uh, just chugging this stuff over here. I, uh, chug. So what's the what what's the goal with uh, with the the career, Wayne? Or, or what what are you working towards? So right now, what I'm really working towards is to um, 
fully self-sustaining off of the career, right? That's one okay. thing, which I did for a long time, and uh, the pandy affected that a little bit. But, you know, um, really, I have a podcast, which is actually one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. And I have a feeling in my heart that that's actually going to be the thing. And so I am working hard on that. And really just to be a self-sustaining widespread artist that yeah. um is doing all the different things i want to do you know yeah. and letting um either the music or the podcast be like the the anchor to all of that to help be the the, the word spreader of everything and um live in new york that's also oh we live in new york okay and and that, i mean just like i introduced you at the at the beginning of the podcast i mean you really do do it all it's not just the music it's the photography it's the art it's the podcasting, uh, which I just found out about this weekend, as a matter of fact. Uh, I mean, you're, you're doing all these different things and, and it's so cool. So I, I think if you're casting your net that wide, you've got a, a pretty good shot at success with it. Something's gonna, I mean, I'll fix your car. You know what I mean? Like oh, something's, okay. gonna, something's gonna, they want to know where you got catch. your shirt. Oh, I chat. Got my shirt at the same place that I got the chain that I'm wearing, which is, uh, I love, uh, Augustine, which is located at the blue star arts complex right next to brick. And they have so many great fashions for such an affordable price. I think this was $3, the chain, the shirt was $6 or something. Oh, like wow. That. Is it like a thrift shop? Yeah, it's like a vintage slash thrift shop. And it's run nice. by Augusto Cuellar, who is a legendary gay in San Antonio. Okay. And uh, from for any gender and any size and any occasion, he's got you covered. That sounds, I'm going to have to stop there by you there. Are you happy, Nuria? Stop yelling at me. <laughs> Nadia, I love you. Nuria, Nuria and David can go. Can both be very persistent. It's, I love it. I it, love it. It's Nuria? Is her name? Nuria. 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 Okay. Nuria. No, no, no. I'm, I'm asking if you, if, oh, did you know her? No. Oh, okay. Because I was, I've been saying it Nuria the whole time. No, that's it. That's right. It's Nuria? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, good. it's Nuria. I get, uh, I get subconscious. question everything. No, I get, I get, self, <laughs> I get self-conscious about it because it's like. Like I, I don't I don't want to. You say, never know. Well, no, I don't. I was like I wouldn't say Shakira. You know, I say Shakira, because then it's like, yeah. Anyway. Oh well, I don't know about the, the, the pronunciation. Yeah, I mean, well, not even the pronunciation. I mean, it's Nuria or nu Nuria. Yeah, the local dialect for it. I I don't know. Okay. Babe, don't, don't be insulted. You're okay, and we love you. Okay? <laughs> you know what? I think that probably just made it all better. Actually, you said it right. She said. Oh, perfect. Uh, okay. I did want to go back to, to one other thing because you said you worked at IHOP yes. for a while and IHOP is very near and dear to my heart. Love going there I'll, after shows. I'll give you all the secrets. I want to know about some of your craziest experiences at IHOP, whether that's with a customer, coworkers, you know, whatever. Cause um, I, I've been involved in some crazy experiences at IHOP. Do you want right. another beer? Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Oh, Josh is going to get more brews. Josh is so polite. Josh's corner is supplying everything I need. Josh's today. corner is really on point today. Advice, lube, beer. I feel like really, <laughs> it's all, I mean, Josh, this already sounds like <laughs> we're going somewhere, okay? I, <laughs> you might just be staying and, here. And in the corner. I know. I know, right? Well, I have to say, you know, I have plans to write a memoir eventually. Okay. Of the, all of the random stuff in my life. And um, I hop. No matter what I've accomplished creatively, no matter what my childhood was, the craziest stories I have in my life are from the four years I worked, I worked at IHOP. Okay. And um, if you can imagine all of the the nuance and creativity and uh, athleticism or whatever you would see me as, but as a server, that's what I was at IHOP. And so I was running that joint. And oh, I so it was a show. Oh yes, you were putting on a show at the IHOP. Nice. Girl, so this is I, late. These are late night shifts. Well, I worked. I would work any. All the shifts. And I mean, I would work 24 hour shifts uh, to pay my rent in one day. And so I was that girl and they trusted me. And I mean, from the fights to the um, hookups to, you know, people coming in to rob and the dining and dashes. I mean, to the my own personal um, evenings there. Oh, you, know I mean? you had like, some uh, some liaisons oh, at the yeah. IHOP? Oh, I, wow. I, I think Impressive. one of my best um, hookups in general in my entire life happened in the boiler room at IHOP. Really? Yeah, it was great. Was this with an employee? This was with um, a Craigslister. Really? Who uh, didn't have time to wait until I got off. They <laughs> got stuff to do. Hey, listen. Yeah, yeah. And IHOP's the perfect place to do that. And he said he would tip, so you know what I'm saying? 
Oh, but he gave you a tip, all right. That's uh, what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the Craigslist that was at Lifetime Fitness off of uh, what was it? Two eight? No, San Pedro. The one San you hooked up with? It? No, no, no. Your hookup at Lifetime? No, it wasn't my hookup. Oh, okay. it was just the one all the employees uh, were knowing about. Oh yeah, that was back in the oh, day. I yeah, mean, this was. It was like 2010. Whole, that was the Wild West back yeah. then. I gotta say. Oh, the yeah. misconnections on Craigslist. It was misconnections too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, some of my favorite things to read, and you always. I wonder if they were talking about me. <laughs> Why are they yelling like, at me? It you, says you were in a cult. You were. You know, what were oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Wait, what? They're yelling at you? Yeah, yeah. David's yelling at me. Josh, oh, Josh, you, you're Josh. just gonna see. You called out Nuria yelling, so now they're all just gonna scream at you. Oh no! Oh, name the thrift shop. Please. Oh, I love Augustine's. I love Augustine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Said it. Listen. Yeah. So yeah. let's let's get back to uh, your favorite. Uh, I, I guess crazy story from IHOP. What would you say is the favorite? Um, there was a woman that was working there whose boyfriend would often visit and I guess they were in the mode of breaking up and it was, uh, six o'clock dinner time mm-hmm. and we see him pull up me and the girl and I was like, what is he doing here? And my manager was on the other side cause at IHOP you, there's like an, uh, when you walk into the kitchen, there's an aisle, the long aisle right behind it where we get our drinks and, okay. you know, fill up ice and stuff like that. And you can exit from one aisle. Right. So I see him coming in, I see him walk in the door and I go to walk down the aisle so that I can let my manager know. And by the time I got to the other side of the door, my coworker, a um, male coworker was upside down on a table with that guy beating him up. The, uh, the boyfriend who my coworker was breaking up with, his girlfriend was stealing money out of the register. This is in between, <laughs> I swear to God, she cracked open the register. This is in between th- three to five seconds tops, okay? Okay. And so they're rolling. My coworker is screaming at the at the, the girls in the register, like, Caroline, no, Caroline! <laughs> you're, you're gonna get caught! You're gonna get caught, it's not worth it! <laughs> And uh, then my manager jumps over one of the booths and is wrestling the, the boyfriend. And, and he's like, don't let him leave. And we're trying to keep the doors closed. And it was just like, wait. this is at six o'clock on like a, th- a Thursday or something like so, that. So wait, it was, so the, the uh, your coworker was a female, was a, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and her boyfriend yeah. shows up. Yes. But there is a, a third that was involved? The one that, uh, the mistress, yes. Oh, the mistress. Yeah. Okay. Who was also, I guess, maybe an allowed side situation. I'm not sure. So, but that was just one of those instances that was just really mind boggling because of how quickly everything developed. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, I would have managers leaving to make drug sales and I'd be, I would literally be seating the seating. The, this is like three in the morning, seating the greeting, the customer, seating the customer, taking their order, cooking their food, delivering their food, checking them out, seating the other person all at the same time. You know what I mean? Because your managers, the manager is supposed to be the cook and helping me out with stuff, but he's out, you know, uh, dealing whatever and, and he's doing, doing a side hustle, man. That's an entrepreneur. Whoever. He's yeah. cutting that oh, glass and, and doing <laughs> the, the employee, of course, the, you know, the other girl that's supposed to be the other server that night. Yeah. He, he just takes him, takes her with him. Who are uh, the, uh, who are the, do you, do any of your, your drunk patrons? Cause I mean, that's how me and my friends would show up. I, I'll, I'll, I'll just, you know, be very transparent. I, uh, I got kicked out of an IHOP, uh, when one of my buddies and I kind of stumbled in one night and, okay. uh, you asked for warm syrup, didn't you? No, we were, uh, we both went to the bathroom cause he said he needed to throw up because he was too drunk. And so he went into the stall and once he was in the stall, he decided he didn't need to throw up, but I thought he still needed to. So I barricaded him in the stall oh. and to get me to stop barricading him in the stall, he was jumping over the, the wall of the stall and spitting at me. And I started hitting him with a wet floor sign in the face when he would jump up over the stall to spit at me. And this then we is, got thrown this out. This all on brand. Yeah. Oh, very on brand. For yeah, you yeah, and, yeah. and IHOP. And IHOP. And IHOP in general. And you were in your 30s, right? No, Josh, no. Oh, that was, <laughs> that was like you're in your early 30s. 20s. I was oh. like, you're in your 30s, aren't you? Yeah. Almost. I, I'm, I'm quickly exiting my 30s as we speak. I know. I know. <laughs> this is the year. So did, did you have any? Josh. <laughs> That is not an appropriate applause. Why not? <laughs> Me going over the hill. No, you're not going over the hill. You're I'm gonna be forty. You get to stay at the peak when men are forty. You're at the peak for a while. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay, I appreciate that. Thank you. No problem. Uh, okay, so did you uh, did you have any 
customers like that that were just doing shenanigans at the IHOP? Like I said, anything you can see or imagine <laughs> happening at IHOP, I saw. I mean, I, I saw um, a drunk guy arrive. Um, he couldn't have been more than 20 years old and meet his prostitute. Okay. Wow. And so, like, I, that Starting them young. Okay. I don't know if uh, a prosy is a pro- prosy. Yeah, a prostitute. Pro- whatever. Whatever. Was it a was it a, a worker? It, it was a uh, a young man. A young man and a young woman. She was probably about forty five. Ooh, a cougar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they were both beautiful people. Yeah. And um, you could just tell he was like really kind of nervous. And I saw him take a little swig out of like a flask, which I'm like, live your life, you know. Sure. I, I have no problem with that. And um, he was there alone for about twenty five minutes, and mm-hmm. then she came in. They ordered a single pancake and oh. uh, they hopped out and then did it uh, basically on the other side of the window from like the car was right. Did there. they take the pancake with them? <laughs> they ate the pancake. She ordered oh. it with whipped cream on top. And so we got that. was that. her payment. You get a pancake. <laughs> but you know, something like that. They took the warm would, syrup with them on, on that particular occasion. People would always come through and not, not speaking of drunk people, but not drunk people, but just late night customers. My favorite yeah. customers were always strippers because they would come in after oh, they yeah. with their ship. Mm-hmm. And they were so sweet, so considerate. They would eat everything they could get their hands on in the building. They're and hungry. The, yeah, yeah, they've been they've been you know out. working yeah. hard. Build that carb. You know what I mean? As Genesee calls them, they're exotic athletes. And, and they, they were, yeah, and they, they need so their proteins. Sweet. Yeah, and they were so sweet. And they would always tip and be really good uh, conversationalists, and um, they, they had good humor. Worst customers. Ooh, good question. Uh. That's so for, rude. For, That's for, so, I would say. Let's go by. Let's go by race first, and well, then we'll oh, go Josh. by. What? <laughs> I would say. I would say. I'm not going to name the exact um, parental situation, but one parental situation with a kid or two at like four o'clock, and they're oh. just not in the morning feeling it. No, and then yeah. Oh, okay, okay. They're just not feeling it. You're not the person. Also, sometimes just fathers. Fathers just be, fathers in general? Yeah, they can be kind of mean, just like dads. And sometimes they can be a little bit like ornery. And I'm like, okay, this makes me kind of nervous for what's going on at home. You know what I mean? It's the just, International like, House of Pancakes, not a yeah. disciplinary correction right. facility. We need to be doing the whole thing here. Yeah. And we can all hear you and we all get it. Well, yeah. the, the dad's all already like, damn it, what are they going to get? I don't want to pay too much. Mm, that's his. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. He's probably just. You if know. you're a dad taking your whole family to IHOP, you're probably not going to tip very well. Because it's like, and of course it depends, but yeah. If it's Sunday and I just took my family to church and I went to IHOP and we're eating, okay. But if it's four o'clock in the afternoon and I took my kids, I'm like, I got eighteen dollars. You know what I mean? Like, what are we all gonna? We're all gonna eat pancakes. Yeah, our kids were eating free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I think IHOP has got to be one of my favorite late night spots for still, still, and I don't even, I don't even even buy prostitutes (laughs) anymore (laughs) anymore. I, it, so what's the order? It goes IHOP, then Danny's is below it. Yeah. Then you know what? I'm gonna also gonna give like a honorable mention in between Denny's and IHOP to Jim's. Yes. Because Jim's is the classic. Oh well, they, Jim's they is they my really favorite. Yeah. But they're not open 24 hours anymore. No. That's so sad. It's yeah. ridiculous. They can't get no. They can't get the staffing for it. Look at is the that staff why? that they have. I love them to death, and they yeah. work hard, but no. they need their rest. What are you trying to say, John? It's usually older people. Usually. Are you being ageist right now, Josh? Older people need more rest. <laughs> Science. It's where they feel comfortable. They're still carpeting on the floor. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like they, that's where they. Gyms is that's it draws them in. So I understand. I yeah. love a good gym. So IHOP, gyms, Denny's, Waffle House. I've never been. Oh, you've never been to a Waffle House? I know. Depends where it's at. If it's Houston, Waffle House might be number one. That's a good point. Yeah. So true. But, but all the the Waffle House, like let's say in Austin, that's below Circle K. Okay. So. <laughs> and all the all the crazy fight videos. That was in Austin. That yeah, they're at Waffle House. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it was it, it was all it was like the waffle was so thin and burnt, and I'm watching them burn it, and I'm like, take it off, take it off. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I I wouldn't go to the Waffle House in Austin. No, it's not awful. not me personally. But uh, I mean, did did um, did did the staff? I mean, obviously we had the the boyfriend girl sit, girlfriend situation, right? But uh, did you ever have customers attack the staff for not having the food correct? Or? I mean, they would definitely walk into the kitchen sometimes if they were really pissed off. They would walk into the kitchen or the galley of what you call it, where the servers really? like get the drinks and collect the food and stuff. Yeah, if they're if they're not happy. Girl, the wrong customer. Karen's have been around for a long time. That's and, true. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I hate, I feel bad for all people named Karen. You know what I mean? But um, um, 
buttholes have been around for a long time and they're mm. not that's not anything new yeah that's true if you excuse me i didn't pay for two slices of toast i paid for one <laughs> yeah. okay i've seen them throw plates but if they if their eggs came back you know twice that they didn't like it like throw the the fucking plate through the the kitchen galley you know Whoa. I, mean? I mean how do you think i'll never send food back personally no, no don't do it. do it no they'll spit they're definitely gonna spit in it don't do it. I'm just saying don't Spits do it. Spits the it's least really, that you have to worry about. Oh, no, dude. Like, I mean, depending on where you are, but I I mean, I, so, I, I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen anything, but I will just advise you. Just don't send it back, right? Or just like really politely, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Really, really sweet. If yeah, just. Bu- if it's busy. Pour that warm syrup on top of yeah. your request, right? Yeah. Take okay. it home and order another thing. My, that, my, yeah, my, that's kind of my what I was favorite thinking. server was always this. It's, it was I lived in San Marcos, and it was this lady who must have got the best ice ever, and okay. she worked so hard. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Like on air, like made sure like it was like a five star restaurant to her, and same thing, seating people, uh, cooking, bringing all the food, and like you could see her sweating, but. I think her sweat made the food taste better. Mm. Mm, a little yeah. salty? A little bit. Might have had a little bit of that ice residual in the sweat. And it didn't matter if you ordered your eggs scrambled or over easy. It was always going to come. Scrambled. It always came scrambled. <laughs> didn't matter. She, she, so, she, yeah. She didn't, know how to, she didn't know what that meant. She's like, it's good. It's good. It's got the yeah, ice. Yeah. yeah. She, she can't be gentle with the yolk. There's yeah, no yeah. way if you're that geeked out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know what? Uh, Audrey did mention Cracker Barrel. Uh, as an honorable mention as well. I'm oh, a yeah. huge fan. Huge, huge Cracker Barrel shop. guy. That's really sweet. But once again, not open 24 hours. I don't think we can count them. Wait, are they open 24 hours? No. No, they're not, right? There's yeah. not a lot left that's 24. I mean, it's IHOP. It's McDonald's. IHOP and Denny's. No, no, not even all McDonald's are open till, or uh, 24 hours. Oh. Yeah, the one right down the play, the street from my house what closes at 11. Whataburger. Mm, but they're... Ugh. The line. Yeah, that line is just out of control. It depends which one you go to. Yeah, that's true. And I'm a, I'm a go inside guy. Oh, you're a go inside guy. Late at night, I'm I, a go inside guy. I'm not gonna wait through. I can appreciate. That. Okay. Yeah. Are you are you also a go inside guy? I don't mind going inside because I'm a very specific orderer. So yep. mm. I want to make sure everything's correct. And mm-hmm. once you leave that, once you leave the window, you're done. The hope is lost. Yeah, that's true. I, I can't you, go back. You know what? I I think I probably need to adjust how I order late night from Whataburger. I think I need to be a go inside guy. I'm a line guy. I'm a drive-through guy right now, but I think I need to be going inside. Do you have a lot of, do you have a lot of patience? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially at that time. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm usually done with shows, and I'm just trying to get something to eat mm. that's not going to digest correctly because it's 2 o'clock in the morning, which is stupid. I shouldn't be doing that anyway, but nevertheless. Either way, your poop is screwed. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, either way. That's right. You can feel it you coming from yeah. the first bite. I think this... This raises a good point. I think, I think a lot of people need to think more about being going going inside guys what you know i mean josh go inside just just go I, inside how did you say it the first time though <laughs> going inside guys yeah yeah that's josh, what are we gonna said. go inside later after this i'm already inside <laughs> okay. i'm inside right now where am i this is inside as i can get <laughs> go inside guys <laughs> Lord. Who brought me here? uh wayne what shows do you have coming up you have uh you have dates that you can give us I got you on June 23rd at Halcyon. I'll be performing there for the first time. If you've ever been to the coffee shop, there's a beautiful space in the back Mm -hmm. area. So I'll be there that day. And really what I'm working on is behind the scenes stuff. So when is you're listening right now? Yeah. So tomorrow I booked a show with Nina Diaz at Brick with Pollyanna and Misogyn Blue. Um, I, there's a, Really great, great Kiki Vogue dance night happening at Brick the week after Friday, uh, June 9th, which I think you should check out. And also check out the Wayne Holtz podcast because I've been getting good guests. We're interviewing. We just had the voice of uh, Salem on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Um, really? Nick, Nick Bakai, who's also an executive producer who did Mom, Young Sheldon, and just finished his show with Chuck Lorre and Charlie Sheen. Wow. And we have some uh, really good guests coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks. So I would say pay attention to that yeah awesome and um your website uh the wayneholds.com and it's the wayneholds podcast available wherever perfect dude that's that's awesome uh definitely check out his music check out the podcast if you can make it to a show check that your shows are incredible uh but just 
Check out anything Wayne Holtz related. You will not be disappointed. Josh, what do you uh, what do you have coming up? Uh, July 29th, I'll be headlining Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club. So get your tickets. That's Friday, 945. Nice. A uh, new album comes out in July. And check out Creek in the Cave Onslaught uh, in Austin, Texas. Every Tuesday at 10, that's Onslaught at Creek in the Cave. I've been hearing really good things about those Onslaught shows, Josh. So, so great job on that. They no, lied to I have you. Not. I was going to say, that's been like 15 actually. people. But I've, I've heard the, the fun the, 15. Thank you for coming. Keep, yeah, keep yeah. coming. The comedians that tell me about your show, they, they say they have a really good time. No, a lot of them bomb. Okay. <laughs> not, a lot of them just not doing So there's just a lot of delusional This Friday, uh, I will be at Roscoe's in Austin, Roscoe's Comedy oh, Club. nice. Really excited about that show for Friday Night Laughs mm-hmm. with a Friday Night Lights theme. Pretty oh. exciting stuff. Yeah, and then uh, the next day, Saturday... Uh, I will be back in San Antonio at the Blind Tiger Comedy Club for George Anthony's Limited Edition. Nice. Looking forward to that one as well. Yeah. I love it. And then uh, June 10th. June 10th, I'm going to be in Georgia. I'm going to be, yeah, all the way out in Georgia. So if you're watching this and you're from Georgia, please please come check us out. I think we're going to be in Warner Robins, Georgia. I think that's a city. Uh It might be the venue. I don't really know. Uh, but the tickets are online and then, uh, I've got a bunch of stuff after that. I'm really excited about the second, uh, look, but don't touch show that we'll be doing at, uh, the blind tiger comedy club on June 30th. Uh, but for most of the month of June, I'm going to be out of town. Uh, but I'll be back, uh, in July. So pretty excited about a lot of cool stuff that's coming up. So well, enjoy Narnia. <laughs> I know, right? G- Georgia is your Narnia. Yes, I've walked through that closet door many times. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, thank you so much for watching Friends with Davey. Wayne Holtz, thank you so much for being here. You've been an incredible guest. You're an incredible person. We love you so much. Uh, Happy Pride uh, if you're watching this tomorrow. And uh, we'll be back next Wednesday. Josh, we've got the, uh, the, the new documentary is coming out. Oh, nice. The Shiny Happy People. Of your people. Not my people. They're your people. Yeah. They were formerly my people. Oh, correct. they're your people. They're always your oh people. Oh, my God. Is that real? It's real, dude. Your Colts documentary is about to come it's out. It's dropping on yeah. June 2nd. It's called Shiny Happy People. It's going to be on Amazon Prime. But what we're going to do, Josh, is mm-hmm. we're going to have some of my friends that used to be in the cult on this podcast, and we're going to talk about what it was really like being part of the Institute in Basic Life Principles. I am so excited. So that'll be coming up, y'all. So stay tuned. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. I love you. Good night.